This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. The guys at Double Tap are working their tails off. They're scrounging to bring you broadcasts daily. But every now and then, the technology lords up there on Apple Mountain will hold a September event and send all kinds of new devices rolling down the hill for them to chat about. So let's bring in Sean Priest of Double Tap to discuss what was announced last night by the Big Fruits. Hey, good morning, Sean. <laughs> good morning. That was an amazing intro. Well done. That was so good. I try. I try. Of course, I should remind <laughs> folks that uh, you can find Double Tap at its new time weekdays and Saturdays at noon Eastern time on AMI-audio. So, Sean, we've got all kinds of devices to talk about here. Let's start with the Apple 14. I know last week oh. you and I were talking about this and kind of maybe mumbling and grumbling, saying, eh, nothing super interesting here. Were, was our was our speculation correct? Anything new to report about the iPhone 14? Ah, oh, the iPhone 14, the pinnacle of smartphone technology. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, um, the same uh, CPU, the same processor as the iPhone 13 in the uh, A15 Bionic, or whatever they call it. Um, better battery life, a better camera. Do you know what? Everything you would expect from the next evolution not mm-hmm. iteration let's say you know so it's a little bit of a um in, in my mind a little bit disappointing but you know it's what we've come to expect just a little bit of a step up from the iphone 13 saying that though this time uh the weird cryptic invitation motto that they have you know that with each uh, invitation that they send out it comes with a little tagline and most of the time i have no idea what it means even after the event but this one was the far out event Ooh. and um it, it made sense with this one for a couple of reasons but what is across the line on iphone 14s is that rumored satellite connectivity so it's called satellite sos so if you do find yourself in a situation where there's no cell phone coverage you know there's no data connection there is a a emergency sos button that you can uh, connect to a satellite and you can send uh, only text but you can send the you know emergency information of where you are the help that you need and that will get relayed onto the emergency services. And I think that's a really big deal, actually. Like, I, I know, you know how many times are we going to find ourselves in a situation like that, but I think it will happen or does happen more than people think. You know, we're not covered. It's not global coverage. So mm-hmm. there's loads of places where you are not covered. You're not connected to the, you know, to the grid, as it was. And, um, you know, you this may come in really handy. I think... There was a rumor that this may just be in the upper end iPhone models, but no, across the board, uh, the iPhone 14, there's the 14 Plus and there's the Pro and there's the Pro Max, um, but all of them feature this satellite SOS 
connectivity. And I think that's that's really cool. I remember just a couple of years ago, it might have been last year, when Apple was doing a huge uh, <coughs> advertising blitz for the Apple Watch. Safety was one of the things they brought up. They were actually playing live calls of people calling for help on their on their Apple Watch when they took a tumble or were attacked by a bear or lost at sea. I'm, I may be that's exaggerating right. a little bit here. But you're right, Sean. We may encounter these situations <laughs> once in our lifetime, but when we do... That's a nice resource to have. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And and the, the, the bear story, actually, they did run with that. There was a, a few stories of how the Apple Watch had, uh, you know, helped people. And, you know, in my own experience, I've used it to call an ambulance before, to call the emergency services when a neighbor of mine had a fall. Mm. And um, it's, it's just so handy. <sighs> It, it, yeah, look, it's just so useful. It, it's one of those things you don't, you hope you never have to use, but to have it there, I think it is really cool. Yeah, so we need those for our bear scares. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely. Uh, Sean, <laughs> run me through the price tags on uh, these newly released phones. Well, I'm hoping that your little team there can help me out because I seem to have lost my document, but I think it was 799 uh, US dollars starting for the iPhone 14, 899 for the iPhone 14 Plus. Uh, when it comes to the pros, I'm struggling a little bit. I think it was 999 US dollars. This is sorry, and 1099 for the Pro Max. Okay, we just had confirmation from Eliza Rocco on the other side of the glass, saying you are indeed correct. That memory muscle of yours still tip top oh, shape, gorgeous. Sean. So excellent Thank news you. there. <laughs> the only one that is. <laughs> <laughs> so let we we talked about the Apple Watch before and some advertising blitzes that we saw last year, but we did get the Apple Watch 8 presented last night. So what are we looking at with the Apple Watch 8 and then the rugged version of the Apple Watch 8 that I think we also talked a little bit last week? Yeah, to be honest, all the rumors were pretty much spot on. So, yes, we did get the Series 8. We got three models for the Apple Watch. We had the Series 8 SE, which is the most affordable model. Um, now, this is uh, a little bit like the iPhone SE. You know, it's got the basic performance of the same processor and things as the uh, uh, bigger brother, if you like, the uh, Apple Watch Series 8. But um, it is missing certain aspects. Uh, one of the, the new features of the Series 8 is the body temperature sensor. Uh, this is specifically targeted oh, I would, at... I would break that. I, they would, it would just malfunction <laughs> the phone right away. They'd be like, this guy runs too hot. <laughs> exactly right. My my head almost looks like it's go, about to explode. I'm always red in the face of the too hot. But this is specifically targeting... Uh, this is women's health. So this is for menstrual cycle tracking. This is for ovulation tracking. Um, but a, a really useful feature. But that is missing from the iPhone... Uh, sorry, the Apple Watch SE. But again, it's the most affordable option. I really look at the SE as the watch you would get for family members, maybe vulnerable family members, you know, uh, people who... Because it still has fall detection and it gives the ability on someone's wrist to quickly emergency call you or you get in contact with them. So it is a, a nice, affordable option. Uh, then we have the generic, the default, the one in the middle, the Series 8. Uh, as I said, it, the, the standout new sensor is the body temperature, which is really cool. Uh, but it also features now car crash detection, which is yeah, slightly um, slightly sad to talk about, but if it if it well, detects Apple's that like, you are... Apple's like bumming us out with this event last night. It's like car crashes, <laughs> body temperatures, fall detections, Bears. bear attacks, lost at sea. I mean, that, like what happened to the cool Apple, you know? Like this ain't cool. It's all safety <laughs> stuff. 
Exactly. I'm buying an Apple, not a Volvo. (laughs) Again, though, really useful if you find yourself sadly in that situation. So if it detects... uh, uh, it can you know, it, it can detect an airbag going off with a sudden stop in G-force. and Although it actually listens out as well for the sound of impact using the microphone. It's really clever stuff. So if it does detect a car crash, it will call emergency services and contact whoever. So again, a really cool feature. Um, and the the rugged version, which we were all, was rumored to be called the Pro, the Apple Watch Pro, was actually called the Apple Watch Ultra. Uh, but it did come out, and um, got to say, a lot of people are really liking this. It is a uh, bigger Apple Watch. It is far more durable. It has an extra button, and the buttons and the digital crown are more pronounced uh, for use with when you're wearing gloves. Um, it was very much targeted at you know the explorer, the trepid adventure, um, the really active people out there. So not for me at all. Yeah, not for Scuba me either. Scuba diving. Things like that. Yeah, scuba but, diving is where the jellyfish are. The woods are where the bears are. You know, there's nothing <laughs> dangerous in Toronto except people. You're really focused in on those bears. This, uh, I, I, I like Sean, it. I am. I, I think they there's are. There's a story there. No, I don't want to know. They're all over social media. I don't know why there have been a lot of social media posts about bears recently. Bears walking into people's garages. Bears walking into people's backyards. The bears are doing some recon on us right now, Sean. Well, if you will live in the wilds, I mean, you know, I've got hedgehogs. That's all I've got to worry oh. about here and tripping over them. Are those, pet, hedge- are those pet hedgehogs or just actual like roaming? No, they're not. No. Free range they're, hedgehogs. They're wild. <laughs> they're wild. <laughs> Ferocious hedgehogs. Feral hedgehogs. Sorry, sorry. Apple Watch is rugged, rugged. Uh, uh, we were talking about like uh, scuba diving. Like us. Yes. Um uh, yeah, so it's very much the uh, the sporty, the active, the outdoorsy, the adventure, the explorer uh, Apple Watch. But saying that, the battery life is amazing. It's bigger. It uses a new algorithm for uh, power consumption. The battery life is meant to be amazing. And also with the buttons being more pronounced, so we got the dock button, which is actually proud from the Apple Watch. The digital crown is bigger and with uh, deeper grooves. And there is a new action button. There is, a, you could, there is an argument that this actually could be more accessible for some people, um, easier, to use, you know, easier to use physical buttons on it, and the battery life is better. So, um, yeah, uh, there's been a bit of interest in that. It does look quite cool. Now, for the prices on these, again, sorry, I've lost my document. Um, but... ah, don't, worry, don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, people know it's expensive. Okay, if, they cool. want it, if they want it, they'll go search it out. It's, ex- ah. it's expensive. It's well pricey. Yeah, we'll just sp- leave it as that. Yeah, go spend your money. Go spend your money. <laughs> uh, Sean, last thought here. Tell me a little bit about yes. what's going on with AirPods. I'll tell you what's going on with AirPods, David. I bought my pair just last week, and then they release the AirPods Pro 2. So I'm annoyed. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So these are just an update. Uh, The the cool features on this is that they have added a speaker to the charging or the carrying case. So if you do lose that, you can now beep and you're able to find it. I like that. I like that. That's a good idea. Absolutely. Yes. And it also gives you an audible tone when it's charging or when it needs charging or uh, the various options. So it gives it a little bit of extra accessibility. You now have the ability, brace yourself now, to change the volume by uh, the touch-sensitive area on the AirPods. So you can simply swipe up and swipe down to alter the volume. I know, that's mind-blowing stuff. <laughs> but 
the noise cancellation is twice as good and actually it's already quite impressive on the AirPod Pro. So that is actually really good. But one of the things that really stood out to me was the adaptive transparency mode, which um, the way they showed it off was the, the lady walked into a construction site and there was a pneumatic drill going on and it automatically toned down the loud noises. So any sudden loud noises, it will take out of your transparent hearing. Um, now, this is not only great for when, you know, someone says hello to me and I don't notice them and I suddenly jump out of my skin, <laughs> yeah, right. which is fantastic. <laughs> but also, I mean, this could have, uh, Stephen uh, brought this up, that this could have great uses for someone who may be on the autistic spectrum, where, you know, the, the sudden and, and loud noises in general could be an issue. And just taking them down, mellowing them down so they're the same volume as the, you know, the passive ambient noise could actually be really useful. So, yeah, they were really cool. Yeah, anything to uh, to, to to mute the volume of the bear roaring at you as as it runs exactly. through the woods. Yes. You know what else is in the woods, Sean? Porcupines. Porcupines are in the woods too, and they also concern well me because they'll stab you with their little spike tail. Uh, Sean, we got to get out of here, but you have a great show today at noon on Double Tap. Oh, thank you very much. I'm scared of bears. I don't want to leave the shed. Yeah, that, that, thank you, Dave. You never do. That's Sean, that's Sean Priest or Sean of the Shed, also one of the hosts of Double Tap, which you can find daily on AMI-audio at noon Eastern. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.